Hello, I'm Javis Lewis and in this episode I'm going to give you an overview of the interface of DAS Studio. It's one of those things, it's 3D software by its very definition is just not an easy subject and uh, the interfaces look adequately scary as well. So uh, don't feel overwhelmed by what you see. DAS Studio follows, like many other 3D programs, a certain philosophy and understanding where they're coming from will kind of help getting into the swing of things and will help you get to find what's where in DAS Studio. Don't feel overwhelmed by it. Take it slow, take it easy. I know that I've been feeling overwhelmed for many years and, and stressed out and, and didn't feel good about DAS Studio as in where is what and I'm gonna make it hopefully as easy on you as possible. So this is the first time we're launching DAS Studio here. I'm gonna use my shortcut on the desktop for that and uh, let's see what awaits us. So first of all, I guess we're gonna be greeted with this error message because in my previous video about how to install DAS Studio, I have totally forgotten to show you one important part and I wish they had told you that when, the, when you just wanna install DAS Studio. A valid PostgreSQL CMS connection could not be established. So what this means in human terms is that in order for DAS Studio to manage its content, it has a database. So I don't know if you're familiar with, a with what a database is. It's not exactly flat files. It's kind of a searchable service on your computer that will allow, well, search queries, you know, what content belongs with what figure and so forth. And for that, a little tool needs to be installed, which is the so-called PostgreSQL server. And we can do that with Install Manager. So um, I'm so sorry that I'm gonna have to put you through this. We're gonna have to exit DAS Studio and open Install Manager again, which actually is already still open. And uh, in here, let's just uh, delete this out and type in PostgreSQL. Postgre is fine and we will find two little products here. And I should have mentioned that in the previous video. I'm so sorry I didn't do that. Um, one is the actual service, the PostgreSQL CMS service for your appropriate version. And the other one is a conversion tool. So again, DAS Studio has been around for over 20 years and over time they've upgraded their content management database service. They used to have something in place called Valencia or Valentia or whatever, however you pronounce it. And that used to serve them well for a while, but there came the point where they realized, hey, this thing's crashing all the time, people's content tabs are empty and so forth. So they've upgraded it to PostgreSQL. And therefore, if you've already had a version of DAS Studio installed and you're currently not on PostgreSQL, you must install this. And with it together, you also must install a little conversion tool that converts the database from Valentia to PostgreSQL. It is really easy to do. You type in PostGray in the top search box. You, you tick everything that's available and you stay, say start queue. And then in a few moments, we can just relaunch DAS Studio and then hopefully it shouldn't complain anymore. One of the advantages of PostGray over the old service is that the old service used to run at all times while you're in your uh, computer, even when you're not using DAS Studio, the service was running all the time. Whereas with PostgreSQL, they managed to find a way to switch it on only when DAS Studio is running and when the service is needed. So both Install Manager as well as DAS Studio need the service. And uh, again, 
dependencies are being installed and so forth. And once that's happened, and once this is um, ready to be used, then PostgreSQL is only running when Dash Studio or a dependent service is running. And it's not running when you're doing something else. So something cool to remember. I can see that this is now uh, empty and under the install tab I've got both these services installed so that's cool I'm just going to minimize this window I'm going to leave it open I'm going to relaunch Dash Studio and hopefully we shouldn't get that error message again looks like we're in luck no error message to be displayed excellent so if you're seeing something slightly different than what I'm seeing currently, then do not despair. This is what this video is for. We're going to have a look at how we can change this to what we'd like to see. So first of all, on the left-hand side, you've got some, you've got uh, one pane full of tabs or panes. So these these things here are called panes. So you can click on them, and if you click on one that's already open, then this thing is going to collapse and go back. And then you can see these at the on the side here. So if you uh, click these, then that's going to open again. And the same thing is going to happen on the right-hand side. If you click on something that's already open, that whole pane collapses and goes away and gives you a lot of screen real estate. Screen, screen real estate. Excellent. Say that three times fast. It doesn't matter which tab you click on here. Now, the other thing that you can do is you can open and close panes. So if you think, well, here, the say the tool settings is something you don't need, even though well, it's, it's used power pause, perhaps that's something we don't, we don't often need. You can right click on this little tab and say close pane at the very bottom and then that thing goes away so we don't have the power pose thing anymore the power pose pane awesome if you want to bring that up again just so that you learn about that concept it's under window panes in brackets tabs and then there's a lot of other things that you can open including the power pose pane power pulse pane I really like saying that one of those things and there it's back now it may not be back in the same position as it was in the, a minute ago uh, but that's okay you can always drag it into the position that you want it it's not even fixed to this point on the screen you can even left click and drag this anywhere you like and you see this little this little square here that pops up that's kind of an indication of where you want this to drop so if I wanted to drop it between surfaces and tool settings I just uh, drop it here and then let go of the left mouse button and there it goes and pops into place so again let's try that again and put it between the tool settings and the draw settings so I just left click and hold and then I drag and then I just drop it so I let go of the mouse button and there it is now on the Mac there's a little bug in the software that's been there for many many years and I don't think they'll ever fix it I don't I don't think they know how to and that is that this little square that that happened when I dragged this across that doesn't actually show up uh, you have to kind of imagine it's there on the Mac and if the system works just the same you can you can drag and drop it and then let go but the actual the fact that you're dragging something just doesn't show up on a Mac and it's one of those things you just got to live with that it, the, the software itself looks exactly the same it works the same but uh, that's just one little bug that's there and I don't think they'll ever fix it it's one of those things they make this possible by the way that the software looks identical on both platforms through a framework that is called the Qt framework and spelled large Q and a small T that's it's pronounced cute and it's a development framework that lets you write code once and then deploy it to multiple platforms 
just one of those things. If ever you find references to Qt or Qt, then that is the framework that the DAS developers are using. One of those things. Um, speaking of panes, you can also bring those over to another side. If you think, well, the power post tab is really useful, but I need it open at all times, in addition to something I'd like to display on the left-hand side, you can just drag it and left click and drag and put it somewhere else. So for example, I can put it down here or up here in this in this thing. So I can just drop it here and then it's there. You can also drag it as a freestanding tab by just dragging it out and just dropping it here. And then you have a free floating window. Again, this ghosting thing that happens here right now, that is only available on the Windows version. So the Mac version doesn't do that. It's, it's as if you're just dragging your cursor and nothing appears. And then when you drop it, it'll, it'll just do that. Also, while we're talking about this um, interface, in these palettes, either here in each, in each free-floating palette or up here or up here, there's always this little tiny little context menu, you know, and that is very, very important for certain tasks. And it is context sensitive. So like many things in DAS Studio, everything is context sensitive. So if you click on this with PowerPose here, then you get a lot of other options here, including close pane, but you get a lot of things that are kind of specific to this pane or this panel or this tab, whatever you want to call it. I will probably switch around from pane to panel to tab. It all means the same thing. Those are panes, panels and tabs basically. And this context menu is context sensitive. So uh, as a comparison, if I click that on, if I go to smart content now and click this little context menu up here, then you see that I have a lot of different options here including closed pane, that's always the same. But all these things are different depending on what tab is currently selected. So that's very important. And of course, no one tells you this because, uh, you know, if there was any documentation on Das Studio, we would have found it by now. But they thought, you know, it's a great idea to give this software away for free and not tell anyone how to use it. It's kind of, you know, slightly weird philosophy, but hey, one of those things. Who are we to complain here? Uh, the context menu, This in, in this case, I have two of these. I've got one up here and I've got one down here. But as soon as I dock this back at the bottom of, of this palette here, then they're kind of unified, if you will. So now that I've selected the power pause pane down here, as soon as I go to the context menu up here, I get my power pose context menu. Whereas when I click another tab, then I get a different context menu. And I guess that's the point I'm trying to make here. It's very, very important to remember because that's where vitally important functions are hiding. And if somebody on a forum thread or whatever tells you, hey, just go and do this and you go, where the hell is that? That's often where that is hiding under context menu. So that's kind of basically how these tabs work. But you may be thinking, actually, my thing still looks very, very different to what I've got here. And let's let's have a look at that in, in a workspace kind of context. The place where all these tabs are hiding and the way my layout looks like is governed by what Das Studio calls a workspace. And that is a collection of properties that brings the tabs and palettes and panes into a specific arrangement. So as you could see here under window panes, there's a lot of other things that we could open up or close down. So we can create different views for different 
kind of circumstances really and the way that works is by utilizing workspaces so there's a there's several options here that we can go through the first one that I'd like to bring to your attention is the select layout tab on the top here so if I click that then I get this little context menu and my layout is currently called J2017 because I guess that's when I created it but uh, by default, we have, well, there's Jay's Magic Layout as well. So those are things that I have created. And these at the top here, these five full service, Hollywood Boulevard, self-service, city limits, and city limits light are things that are provided by Dash Studio. And they serve as bringing something to kind of a default collection. So let's start with Hollywood Boulevard up here. If I click that, you get a little preview here. And to see this in full screen on your whole screen, you can click the preview button down here. And when you do that, we can see that things kind of change around. So out of a sudden, all of a sudden, I've got a bigger viewport and I've only got one pane open on the right and the one on the left is closed, the one on the right is closed, the one on the left is open and so forth. So I can test what floats my boat you know sometimes less is more let's try self-service click preview and we see that the background color is different and all those properties are governed by the workspace and you know test it out and see what you think the first three here they have these tabs at the top here let's talk about that in a moment whereas the other two city limits and city limits light don't seem to have that so if I hit preview then you see those tabs at the top they go away and they're kind of replaced by other things and those tabs this one's this is something that I found very confusing at first let's let's go to self-service and hit if you want to you know lock this in and use it on your on your workspace you hit accept and then things change and now you can you know you can take it from there so this is not something I, I I find interesting really because there's a lot of space down here but then that's maybe because uh, at some point under smart content we can perhaps see a lot of um, content here there we go one of those things if I were to go and change to a different tab so like this is loading slash creating if I go to posing and shaping I can see that my palettes have changed yet again and then there's another one here lighting and cameras and that's you know things have changed yet again and that really messes with your head but really it's not meant to do that it's not what it's trying to do is make your life easier it's, it doesn't really want to confuse you or annoy you what this is doing is it puts tabs in place that you may use for a certain workflow so these tabs at the top here they represent a workflow so in the first one you load in your content in kind of you know these are the figures I want to use these are the scene elements I want to use then you go to the posing and shaping tab and say well this is how I want my figures to look like and uh, this is what I, what I want them to do and then you set the lights and cameras and then you deal with the surface and rendering and then in the end you go to building and scripting and it's supposed to kind of make your life a little bit easier uh, and it follows the philosophy that Poser and Carrara and many other softwares from about 20 years ago follow and that's the the concept of rooms that you have different kind of rooms or tabs are kind of rooms you know you go to this room to do that and you go to another room to do something else and uh, it follows I believe a philosophy that Kai Krauser established when he was uh, working across several of these 
softwares and this is something of a bit of a retro throwback and you know don't be too concerned about it try it out see if it works for you if it doesn't work for you choose something else i found that for me these tabs really don't work they just confuse me they confused me for years and i'm really glad to not use them anymore so i would recommend you head over to a workspace and select the layout either city limits or city limits light they're almost identical city limits gives you more or less access to everything where city limits light has some limitations there and the more you use that studio you will create your own layout anyway so perhaps i'm going to start with city limits light i'm going to hit accept and then we can remove and add paints that we don't need perhaps in the next video so for now i'm going to leave that and uh, i'm going to let you know what's important and what's not at least what worked for me so far one final thing i want to bring to your attention is that currently my layout looks dark gray but there's also another way to display this and this is kind of just icing on the cake like kind of you know eye candy if you will and it's also hiding under window but this this time it's not workspace this time it's style and there's select a style and save a style delete a style and customize a style so everything in Dash studio the way it looks is customizable and they give you a couple of examples so this is this one that i'm using i believe is called dark side and you get there by selecting it from here. There's another little dialog that comes up and gives you a little preview of what this looks like. So I'm currently using dark side, but there's also highway and main street. So let's try main street and we'll get a little preview here. Again, you can hit preview to see what this would look like on your desktop. And it's a very different layout. The tabs are much bigger and they have kind of a lighter gray and uh, dark writing and the tabs are bigger and more pronounced. And then the other one here, uh, the highway is almost the same. It's kind of the same layout, but the tabs are slightly smaller, but they're still, uh, you know, offset like this, whereas in dark side, they are kind of, you know, everything is, is kind of darker. It fades into the background and it more, it kind of pronounces your content more and the tabs are even smaller. I must say I like both dark side as well as main street. And I must admit that uh, on my Mac, I have a 27 inch Thunderbolt display and that's very, very large. Uh, but my eyes are kind of, you know, I'm 47, so my eyes are kind of, you know, failing a little bit. And uh, if I have bigger tabs on a larger monitor, that really helps me. I still have a lot of screen real estate there, but if I'd run dark side on my Mac, the tabs appear a little bit too small for me. So I like on a 1080 by 1920 monitor like this one, I like to use dark side and on a larger 2K monitor or above, I would probably like to run the main street theme. Try it out, see what works best for you and, uh, you know, see what you can do. Follow this along, try it out in Dash Studio and see what works best. So I'm going to stick with dark side and with the city limits light theme. And we will together take it from there in the next video. Thank you so much for watching. I will see you in the next video where we're going to navigate 3D space. Stay tuned for that. Mm -hmm.